Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The Judy Downs podcast is intended solely for Judith Marie Downs. If you are not Judy Downs or do not have written permission from Judy Downs, notarized in triplicate, please turn off your phone or whatever you're using to listen to this. If you are Judy Downs, welcome to your podcast. Judy in the sky. Hello and welcome back to the Judy Downs podcast, the podcast with an audience of one. I am Andrew Downs, the host of the show, and a lot has happened since the last time I recorded one of these. Most importantly, Judy has listened. Yes, everything up to this point was released at the same time as a birthday present for Judy, so I'm going to call the first nine episodes season one, and basically everything that's ever recorded for this project from now on will be season two. I didn't change the intro music or anything like that because I don't like it when TV shows change things from one season to the next. This is a new season, but it is the same show. So Judy has listened. She seemed to really like it. She understandably got emotional several times throughout the process. I really underestimated how emotional the whole thing would be for her, stupidly. Of course it would be emotional, but while I was going through all these interviews and putting it all together, it just became normal for me to be discussing deeply emotional events and stories from her life, and after the first couple of interviews, I never really considered what it would be like for her to listen to them. I kind of made them as a time capsule, a record of things that had happened, and to me it was really interesting because I learned so much about her, but... I never really looked at it from her point of view. It would be weird to hear all these people talking about you in very emotional and at times heavy ways, talking about bad times in your life, maybe reopening old wounds. I never thought about the bad side of it. I always just thought, oh, she'll love that her grandma remembers picking her up as a kid or how Uncle David heard about her birth. I never thought that maybe she didn't want to hear me talking to her family about tough times or that some of these stories might not have been so good from her perspective. For that lack of foresight, I'm sorry. Although, I wouldn't change anything. Overall, it's been a wonderful experience to talk with her about it, tell her everything that went into making it, and listen to some of the episodes with her. I'm really glad I did it. And you'll be happy to know that I actually pulled it off. I was able to finish everything about a week before her birthday. I submitted the podcast to iTunes, and it showed up a few days later. I subscribed right away, so it was on my phone all week long leading up to her birthday. I kept listening to the episodes, knowing that it was too late to change anything, but double-checking my work all the same. One big mess calculation I had was that her birthday fell on a Sunday and I had a clever way of giving this to her that wouldn't have worked on a Sunday so I gave it to her on Friday before her birthday in fact my clever way of telling her didn't even work one of the reasons keeping a secret from Judy is so hard is because I'm bad at keeping secrets from her I had ordered flowers to show up at her office on Friday and on the card it said search iTunes for the Judy Downs podcast I was waiting all morning to get a frantic phone call saying she'd found out but the call never came around noon we talked on the phone and she was having a bad day and I knew I could change that in an instant 
and I decided to do just that. I had waited months, literally, for this moment, and I couldn't wait any longer. She put her phone on speaker. I told her what to do. She did it, and she freaked out in a good way. It was so much fun to hear her discover this. That made all of the work worth it for me. It took a couple of weeks for her to listen to the entire thing, which is understandable considering how emotional it all was. I'm hoping she'll go back and listen again sometime and that the appreciation for this will grow over the years. The best thing that's happened for me and especially for you, the nameless, faceless, random listener from some future time, is that we've decided to continue the podcast. We're going to update it from time to time together, separately with new friends and family members, with Charlie and his future siblings. We don't have much of a framework for what the new episodes will be or how often we'll do them, but there will be more, which brings me to why I'm here today. One thing I was disappointed about when listening back to season one is that often the stories were in-depth until they weren't, meaning there was a lot of detail about the start of something, and at some point it would just kind of wrap up really quickly. I know why this happened. I wrote most of this down, and I would get in a groove of writing, and then I would run out of time, and I would just wrap the thing up. For the most part, this wasn't a big problem, but when I listened to episode five of our story, the Charlie episode, I realized that there was almost no good in it. Now don't get me wrong, everything in that episode is true and real and maybe more raw than it should be, but it all happened and there were some truly terrible times. Those terrible times though were dwarfed by the good times and the happy times. So I want this episode, season two, episode one, to be titled Charlie Two. Charlie is the best thing that's ever happened to Judy and me. It was tough to connect with him while he was in the NICU, but I remember one night when I had to take some milk that we'd pumped up to his room so the nurses could feed him overnight. I took him out of his bassinet and sat in the recliner with him for a while. Just the two of us. I don't think I told him anything life-changing, nothing specific worth remembering, but it was the first time I really felt like a dad. There was no swirling chaos, there was nobody else in the room, just me and my son, and it was great. Charlie was an idyllic baby. He rarely cried unless he had a real reason, like he was hungry or hurting. He didn't scream through the night. In fact, he slept really well right away. He was a good eater. He liked to be read to and sung to. He started smiling and laughing pretty early. He would hold my finger, and holding hands with Charlie quickly became my favorite thing in the world. He would hold his hands together, like folded on his lap or on his belly, and he looked so cute and polite, and it just killed us. He had a lot of hair right away, and it kept growing. I still kind of regret that we had to cut it after his first birthday because it hasn't grown back quite the same, although it's still a really pretty head of hair. I'm very envious. He loved to lay around on the ground under this arch of hanging toys, and he would just sit there all day if we let him. He loved music right away as well. There was a time after the NICU when we thought he might have hearing issues. He had failed a couple of hearing tests, but they said that was normal. It turns out that not only does he hear, he listens, and he learns, and he mimics. He dances. He drums on everything. We're totally fine with that. We're doing all we can to nurture his instincts, not stifle them. He gets fussy, no doubt, but often he has a reason. He's tired or he's hungry or he's teething. Sometimes he's just throwing a tantrum, but that's to be expected. You think he only has one way to express himself, and that has to be frustrating. It's also changing quickly. He's almost a year and a half as I record this, and his vocabulary is exploding. He loves to read books and throw things. He's always interested in what we are doing. He plays very well with others, but he also plays well by himself, which we think is important. He talks himself to sleep, We'll hear him from all the way downstairs, and when we go up to check on him, he's just lying in his crib, babbling to himself, having an extended conversation. We had some trouble getting him to sleep through the night when we moved into our new house. He just wasn't comfortable in his new room, but once we got past that, he began to sleep great. 
He loves Elmo, like seriously loves him. He could be screaming at the top of his lungs, and if we put an Elmo video in front of him, he gets quiet and watches intently for as long as that video plays. He loves animals, especially dogs. He's not afraid of even big barking dogs. He'll walk right up to them and pet them. He's not afraid of anything, but he isn't reckless. He'll climb on his rocking chair, but he won't jump off it. He'll walk up and down stairs if you hold his hand, but he'll never try it by himself. I know all parents are in love with their kids. All parents think their kid is the smartest and the cutest and the best, but Charlie really is all of those things, especially the cute part. Everywhere we go, people talk about how cute he is. Airports, restaurants, wherever. People stop and talk about how cute he is. And he's friendly. He waves and he says hi and bye. He gets shy, but as soon as he warms up, he'll sit in your lap and he'll help you read a book and he'll play with you all day long. I could go on for days and days about Charlie, tell you stories about the first time he stood up using a bar stool at our first apartment, or how his food habits have phases from bananas to cereal bars to raspberries to mini muffins, but for now, I will leave it with this. This is what I wrote on Facebook on his first birthday in July. Our son turns one today. We think back to those first few weeks and all the struggles we had. At first, he wouldn't move his arm, now throwing balls across the room is his favorite game. We thought he might be deaf and now he dances to any music that he hears. They said he might have chromosomal issues and that he'd need at least one major surgery in his first few months. Now he's as healthy and happy as any one-year-old could be. He's the toughest person we know. He's quick to laugh and smile, but not just for anyone or anything. He's smart and funny and cool as hell. He's our best friend. Happy birthday, Charlie. Mommy and Daddy love you. Here's one last minute addition to this episode of the Judy Downs podcast. I had recorded most of this show before I had gotten this last bit of audio, but Charlie has been talking. He's been talking quite a bit. He likes to look at books and say the words. He likes animals and he likes to say yeah a lot. So last night as we were getting ready for dinner, I pulled out my phone and recorded a short conversation between Charlie and myself. Enjoy. Yeah? Yeah. Is that a hat? Hat? Yeah. You say hi, mommy. <laughs> you say hi. Say mommy. Say I love you. I love you. We say I love you. Yeah. yeah? Do you love mommy? Yeah. 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 Can we read? Say duck. Duck. Say horse. Yeah. Say nay. Yeah. Frog. Cat? Uh, dog? Ba? Ba? Uh, a fish? Fish? What about here, over here? Can you say Wiseman? Is this a Wiseman? Yeah. Can you say Moo? Yeah. What's it go? Is it a Moo? Yeah. Can you say Ba? Ba? Yeah. You say? Yeah. Who's there a rar? You have a ball? Rar? Rar. Hey, Charlie. Say hi to mommy. Say hi. Are you a good little boy? Yeah. Do you love mommy? Yeah. Maybe Judy and I will get together and talk about Charlie in an upcoming episode. For now, this episode will serve as a small Christmas gift to Judy, whom I love more and more each day. She is everything to me. She's the most important person in my life. She is the reason I can do what I do and be who I am. 
She saved my life in so many ways, and now everything good that I have is directly attributed to her. Merry Christmas. I love you, and I'll see you next time. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.